Fantastic fans, and welcome to another edition of the Toothler. I am Andy Quad, and with me as always is Sam Brooks. I've got a special surprise for us this week, Andy. Oh, what kind of magic surprise? I'm so excited. We've been negotiating this for weeks. Not months. Oh my god. It's is been it crazy. Have we found yeah. Cody? That's it. We found him. Oh my god. We, we found, found Cody him. Rhodes. Yes! And do you know where he is, Andy? Where is he? He's right here! Introducing Tuva Supler for the first time ever as a special guest. We have the one and only, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Hello. Hey, Cody, how's it going? I'm, uh, you know what? It's going all right. Uh, It's nice to finally be able to talk in my real voice instead of the voice I put on for TV. Yeah, thank you and, for taking uh, the time out of your busy, busy schedule. I, mean, I know you have a lot going on right now to actually come and uh, chat with us for a little bit here at the Supla. Yeah, you know what? It's really exciting. Uh, I've been a fan for a long time. And, oh my gosh! And uh, you know what? I think it's going to be great to 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 kick back, relax, and and just talk some backstage stuff for a little bit. I'm so excited. Does, uh, does wrestling really have only one royal family? Oh, you know it absolutely does. You've heard him say it at the start of his theme song for several months now. Yeah. And and are, and are the lyrics Is that are they the lyrics? Andy for the love of God, show some respect. He's right here. The man no, but the you know man what? himself. It's funny you say that because that is actually the real lyrics. It's just that when we gave the script to the singer, they mm -hmm. they thought it was supposed to be something else and we just kinda of rolled with it. We didn't want to make him feel bad. But th those were the intended lyrics. Ah, very good. See, breaking news here of a Supla, gibberish was meant to be part of your theme music. Yeah. We never would have known otherwise. Can we yeah. can we just admit that it's not Cody now and it's Carmine? Who? No, no, this is Cody. No, no, that's Carmine. No, Cody. Cody Rhodes. And with me as always is C C Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I mean, it's my first time here, but yeah. He's not with you as always. I mean, we do talk about you a lot here. <laughs> it's something that we've, been, with you we've been covering. Exactly, the spirit of the American nightmare. Yeah. I don't think I don't think it's Cody though. I think it's I think that's well, Carmine. No, shut I'm up, hey right Cody, Cody, prove it, prove it. You're Cody Rhodes. I'm Cody Rhodes. You see, he's Cody Rhodes. <laughs> no, what the fuck? Would he someone who's like pretending Kenny. to be Cody Rhodes say that? I don't think so. I think oh. they would. No, As we all know, up. everything that you say on the internet has to be true, otherwise you get arrested. Exactly. That's not how this works. Listen, Andy, we're going to call the cyber police on you if you if you keep there lying is... about this not being Cody Rhodes. There is no cyber police. There is now. Aren't the, aren't the Cobranauts the cyber police? No, they're the space police. Oh. Hey, you know who the Cobranauts are? Yeah, of course. I, I love Brawl. <gasps> Andy, <gasps> Cody Rhodes watches Brawl. Oh my god. Oh my god, I, I don't I don't I don't think that's Cody Rhodes. I actually when we created AEW, I, I aspired to have it live up to how good Brawl is. Oh, Why'd you god. leave then? <laughs> because it it didn't it didn't succeed. It it wasn't as good as Brawl. Exactly. Brawl is the one that made Cody leave. And it, hey, I'm sorry, he's being a little bit unprofessional at the moment. You have to forgive him and his abrasiveness. Hey, that's Carbide! And he's yelling at the mic about some magical man named Carmine who it's has Carmine, never existed yeah, before. 
Anyway, shut up, Andy. Stop wasting everyone's time. You, me, and Cody Rhodes have news to talk about. Yes. Fine, Cody Rhodes. Let's talk about news. Will Smith slapped the shit out of Chris Rock in the face. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought this was a wrestling show. Yeah, why are you talking uh, about? Why are you talking about the Oscars in front of Cody Rhodes? Because Jake Paul has offered both both of them to fight. At, uh, uh, Jake event. Paul. Jake Paul. He's Jake not Wayne. even the one at WrestleMania. Logan's at WrestleMania. Why are you talking about Jake Paul? I don't know. They're interchangeable. They're both pricks. I don't know. <laughs> they're like, they're like dudes point. to men. They can just switch places whenever they please. <laughs> no, dudes to men are heroes. The Pauls are uh, not Chose. heroes. Exactly. <laughs> Pauls to chote. Uh, same thing. All right. Yep. Yeah, fine. You know what? People would have just been like, Who, what do you think about Willie Smith and Chrissy Rock? Like, We might as well just talk about it now. I mean, here's... Okay, so for anyone who maybe just totally missed it... Uh, if you've not been on a computer or your phone for the past 48 hours... Yeah, at the Oscars, which happened recently... Uh, which isn't the Slammies. No, not as good. Um, <laughs> Chris Rock was presenting, or hosting... Was he just presenting an award, or was he hosting the whole No, thing? Chris Rock was the, uh, the host of the entire show, I okay, believe. Okay, so he was hosting, and he was doing some like riffing or whatever, and he's doing crowd work, and he pointed at uh, Jada Pinkett's... Plinkett or Pinkett? Which was his Pinkett. Pinkett Smith, uh, who was sitting next to Will Smith, and made a joke about G.I. Jane because she shaved her head. And uh, here's the crazy part, right? He makes the joke, and then mm -hmm. we see Will Smith laughing at the joke yep. pretty genuinely. And then it cuts back to Chris Rock, and then all of a sudden we see Will Smith walking up on stage towards Chris Rock, and was like, Chris is like, uh-oh, here we go. And then Will Smith legitimately slapped the shit out of him, and then calmly walked back to his seat, and Chris Rock's like, okay, that happened. And then Will Smith starts screaming from his seat, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! And uh, it's become a huge meme. He, he did that twice. Yes. Just in case, I, you know, uh, he didn't hear it the first time. I guarantee this is what happened, right? Will Smith laughs. He's like, ha, 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 that's funny. She is bald. <laughs> why, why is he Vince? Why is Will Smith know. Vince? <laughs> I'm going to gorilla walk towards Chris Rock. <laughs> he, does, he does the power walk. No, yeah. he doesn't. He just, he just casually walks up to him, goes, <laughs> smacks the shit out of him. <laughs> And then, and even even when he walks off the stage, he's like, "Yeah, I did the right thing." Yeah, like, I'm, a, I'm a boss ass bitch, bitch, bitch. I'm a boss no, ass bitch. No, no, you're just a you're just a giant bitch. <laughs> like literally, like this isn't how you become a fresh prince of Bel Air. Yeah, but the so, problem the, we're gonna call this a squash match, right? We're gonna say, <laughs> "Oh, in the red corner was Will Smith, in the blue corner Chris Rock." I feel However, like many other tired variations of this meme are going around right now. <laughs> it was it was a disqualification because the bell didn't ring. Chris Rock had no idea. There was, was no referee. Shot, no referee. DG Will Smith finish. went into business for himself. No contest. Right. Unsanctioned match. He was shoot mad. <laughs> Don't I work mean, yourself the, into a shoot, the, brother. The I mean, laughing, he literally did. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the laughable thing about it was you can see like, uh, Jada Smith's like face. And you you knew at that point that Will had fucked up. The whole world knew Will had fucked up. He's he was laughing just... and he was like, <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I've got to do something now, don't I? Fuck. Oh, I guess I'll just go and assault the fucking yeah, guy. Yeah, why, why, why didn't, why didn't All right, he go... All right, so and... there's, there's a lot of uh, 
There's a lot of takes I've seen online. There's a lot of controversial things that people it's have been saying about this. It's become extremely divisive extremely quickly. And I'm not entirely sure... Well, I mean, I am actually very sure why. It's because there's no real hero. There's no real good guy in this. And people no. clamor to make these kinds of grey situations into a black and white type of deal. So I don't know whatever you think, but I'm going to start first. Yeah, go for it. In this roundtable discussion. Keep um, his wife's name out of your damn mouth. Get your mouth out of the fucking mic. <laughs> Touche. For fuck's sake. I'm, no, I'm nowhere near the mic. I'm just a loud human being. Well, shut the fuck up then. Oh, okay. Okay, so Chris Rock making a joke about Jada's alopecia. Mm-hmm. Bad move. Yep, that wasn't was a good idea. Unanimous bad move. Will Smith assaulting Chris Rock for making a bad joke. Worse move. Mm. He comes out looking worse. Some people are on the side of Chris Rock being like, oh, it was just a joke, don't worry about it. He's still being a little bit ableist. Like, I mean, as jokes go, not even the best joke. Wasn't even uh, that funny on its no. own. It's become, a, it's become a state of affairs wherein... Ever since Ricky Gervais started roasting people at award ceremonies, now that's all you do. Now it's just, listen, gone are the days where it's like an occasional joke every now and then, uh, not specifically targeting people, and then people come up and they make their speech accepting the fucking award. Now it's the host roasts everybody in the room, and then whoever wins the award, be they an actor or a director or something, they will do like a 10 minute stand-up material, Thing. Like I saw a clip of Brad Pitt doing that, and it's just like, what is this? Why? Why is this? Why is this all just one giant fucking comedy club now? And maybe it's just Ricky, but I don't know. It's just that seems to be the state of award shows right now. So it's annoying already, but that's just the format now. Chris Rock made a shitty joke. I mean, if Gervais said what he fucking said, like at all those award shows, and he never got any fucking assault like thrown his way. What does that say about Will Smith and his mental state? Well, like, not it's right. not—it's not the best of jokes. It's kind of shitty to make fun of someone's fucking medical condition, anyway. But no. you know, it's like there's no heroes in this. Everyone's a fucking like moron, and it's insulated, and it's Hollywood, and it's fucking batshit. I don't agree with anyone. They're oh, all well. shitbags. But Will oh, Smith, yeah. especially—he's the one who fucking assaults a guy yeah, and then yeah. wins the Oscar. And then it's literally like, I'm a family man and I protect my family. So, okay, oh, the, the same God. family that fucking cucks you. Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. This, this is the guy who bred children that A, think if no one went to school, society would be better. And also, they don't believe in the flow of time. These are both things that Jaden and Willow have said. The whole family's fucking nuts, right? It's just, I'm tired of this whole fucking thing. And they're all bad. They're all bad. There's no heroes. This isn't the fucking Superman versus Batman type of thing, you know? Well, Cody Rhodes, what do you think? Yeah, Cody, you've had uh, dabblings with uh, mind things Cody saying about your, uh, about your wife on television before now. <laughs> yeah. um, I think, listen, so as far as the joke goes, like, whether or not you think it's funny, it's definitely not uh, appalling enough to hit anybody over. Yeah. Um... Frankly, I think it's not even that bad, like, offensive-wise. Like, sure, it's not cool to make fun of a condition, but, like, it's alopecia, you know what I mean? It's not like she has cancer, and that's why she doesn't have any hair. 
Like, she's gonna be fine. She just doesn't have hair. And also, G.I. Jane is, like, a cool, empowering character. So it's not the worst thing he could have said. Um, and again, whether or not you think it's funny is irrelevant because it's still not worth hitting anybody over. Uh, then there's the weirdness about the fact that Will laughed at it and then got mad. And you know, that, that was probably him, like, not even listening or registering what the joke was. He was just like, oh, I could be on camera now. I will laugh at the joke, as is the fucking scripted formula of these award shows now. It And maybe that's true, but, like, it's just such a fucking weird series of events as a result. Uh, but then it's just, like, there's, there's just no reason. You could have, even if you wanted to scream from your seat, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, that, that would have been a more yeah. reasonable reaction than going up and hitting him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I think... What would have been a better thing would have been to do your own comeback. I mean, like, where the fuck have you been in the last 20 years? Like, something like, <laughs> who the fuck is Chris Rock? Like, why are you relevant? You, you're you the fucking zebra in Madagascar. Shut the fuck up. I'm Will Smith. <laughs> like, that is, you know Remember what I mean? when like, the fucking literally... fish from Shark Tale slapped the zebra from Madagascar? Wow. Oh, God <laughs> damn. What a time like, to be alive. But, I mean, but, but literally, he could have just said any comeback. Anything. It's like... You're irrelevant. I'm Will Smith. Shut the fuck up. Like, that would have made more sense than getting up there, twatting him in the face, and then walking off. He's clearly got fucking psychological issues stemming from his weird fucking relationship with his wife anyway. Yeah. I mean... And then the, and the, then the, there's the added weirdness after the fact that he won the award and everybody gave him a standing yeah. ovation like he didn't fucking assault somebody just Like he didn't just prior. literally do a felony in front of a national like fucking how- audience of people. How fucked is that? Like, literally, he literally assaults another human being, wins a, an award, and I was like, yay, Will Smith! Like, Not only that, he, like, he this... won the fucking award for playing the abusive father of the tennis women. You That's know, ironic, been, isn't it? It requires too much self-awareness for it to have actually happened, but what would have been fucking hilarious is if he got up there and was like, isn't this ironic? <laughs> He did though. He did. He said, "I'm, I'm becoming that guy in the movie." And he's like, "The I'm villain of the fucking movie." <laughs> and I'm Ugh. like, oh, I, the, "My, my other thing as well is, it would be interesting. I don't know if this um, even exists, but like, I would love to see a camera shot of what was going on after the joke." Because Will's laughing. Yeah, they missed that. They missed his that wife, part conveniently. Yeah, his wife is obviously visibly pissed off. So, like, did she I mean, go to be fair, why do would something? she laugh at a joke like that anyway? Like, that, that's not part of the script. <laughs> Will but Smith the is, is basically the new Goldberg. He goes off the fucking script. But the thing is, like, it didn't... Her look wasn't as if, like, like, like I'm going to fucking kick the shit out of you kind of face. It was just like a a, a comical sort of... Oh, ha, ha, ha. Oh, you, you know. Oh, you. Oh, Chris. Kindly fuck off. Everyone hates you. (laughs) But you know what? You know what? You know what is even more crazy? He actually nearly just continued on with it. Like, I mean, what I, else would I you could. do? Would you just fucking start crying? Like, what? What else are you <laughs> I mean, going like, to Chris Rock standing there, he gets hit. <laughs> I'm telling my mom. <laughs> call mom, call mom. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, like, he was, he was going to potentially keep going with the joke, or 
I don't know. He was like, oh, I could do you. And he looked like he was going to get real mad and like, what, go over there and beat the I shit mean, out of Will Smith? I mean, it is Chris Rock. Like, are we forgetting some of the jokes that he's told over the years about black people versus, you know? Uh, other black people. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Of a different word that I can't say. <laughs> oh, my neighbors. Nice friends. Um, <laughs> no, this is fucking Chris Rock. This is just like he's a controversial comedian. He's like Eddie Murphy, like just both notorious for saying things on stage, but maybe you shouldn't fucking say. Yeah, and given most of that material was a while ago, Gervais is calling Leo DiCaprio a fucking pedophile on stage, and everyone's just laughing. Like you didn't, you didn't see fucking Leo just jump up on stage and start fucking mauling him like a bear. Like and he's like, I, revo- I don't reversal touch kids. of the Revenant, you know? Like, yeah, like, I don't inappropriately touch bears. Like, you didn't see him, like, <laughs> keep my damn bears out your damn mouth. But yeah, like, I just, I for one can't wait for the fucking timely references that we're going to see across all of wrestling this week. Oh, yeah. We're gonna who's see gonna, it on Raw. Gonna we're gonna first... see it on Dynamite. We're gonna see it on Rampage. We're gonna see it on SmackDown. There's gonna be something at WrestleMania this weekend, fucking that... guaranteed. Who's gonna his, be his... the first wrestler on air to say the line almost word for word? I'm gonna beat you worse than Will Smith did to Chris Rock. That's the funny thing about all of it is that Chris Rock literally just took it like a fucking champ and then just continued onward. He didn't like say "ow" or anything. He was just like, <laughs> "Oh," Ooh. he didn't even touch his face. <laughs> what if he was just like yikes <laughs> whoa hey, take it easy man <laughs> big oof. i think AEW will probably make the reference and then wwe will make the reference in five years time <laughs> that is true that does track to their uh, timely nature of references That's, speaking of uh, wwe yeah. should we talk speaking about of timely of references yeah <laughs> so the steiner brothers will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame Class of 2022, which is this year. Good job, me. First announced by David Shoemaker on... The wait, 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 wait. You're telling me a cobbler reported this news? I mean, I don't think he actually makes shoes. I think that's just his name. Nah, maybe, maybe, if, maybe I know, if I know my names, Shoemaker makes shoes, Andy. I mean, it's like maybe... how you work in a quan, and... <laughs> Cody drives on roads. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and, you drive and, on roads, don't you, Cody? Of course. I gotta exactly. get to the other shows. Right. And then, and then Antonelli does a... Antonelli. What? Who's Antonelli? No one named Who Antonelli is on that? the show. In like the, the five years I've been watching this show, nobody's had that name, so I don't know what you're talking about. The WWE Hall of Fame ceremony will take place this Friday, April 1st, at the American Airlines Center after SmackDown. It was a two-for-one fucking event. I still feel sorry for the fucking fans who were attending that. Why do? Why does anyone still go to that? I mean, you might be soon, but that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, I mean, we we should preface the Hall of Fame. We all agree it's a crock of shit, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a load of bollocks. It's not a real place. I think even Scott fucking Steiner has said this. Like, <laughs> he said that it's not a real building. Why do I give a shit about being in a made-up club of rings? Yeah. It's, Except it's he said it in a Scott Steiner way. Pretty fucking bizarre. That there's no actual physical Hall of Fame, so... It's like the one thing they could fucking do is, like, have the little plaques. They could even have a fucking, like, Walk of Fame somewhere. You've got enough people in that fucking Hall of Fame to mow out at least three blocks. Even if you just made it, like, one of the floors in the headquarters in Connecticut. Aye, it's as simple as, like, framing a fucking photo on the wall, class of fucking 2008, and just doing that. But it's the fact that it's just a made-up imaginary club 
with rings, that doesn't mean anything. And sometimes, if you're really lucky, you'll get two rings if you have the friends. Yeah, I don't like putting in stables. The NWO. Like... DX. There's like 20 people that have been in the NWO. Are they, Are they all, all in the Hall, Hall of, of Fame? Famers? No, I think they specifically said it's uh, the original free X-Pac. Maybe Eric Bischoff? I don't think he was in the class. <laughs> but he's, he's grouped in with them quite a bit, so... And then so, Eric's in Hall of Fame on his own, I think. Uh, I think so. Um, but then you have... Uh, Razor Ramon in the Hall of Fame. You have... Uh, is Kevin Nash in the Hall of Fame? I think so. I don't know. That's the thing. There's so many inductees each year. It's really hard to keep track. Yeah. Especially and... when they're inducting like the most random of fucking people, like Coco Beware. Do they still do the celebrity wing? They've done celebrity inductions, but I don't think there's been one since... Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Maybe Donald Trump. Uh, I'm sorry, I had to say it. I hope anyway, the Steiners. Tag team. One of the most successful tag teams. Huh? Ever. Huh? <laughs> Just okay, a series no. of Steiner honking. Everybody knows, wants to know, whether well, Scott Steiner will be at the Hall of Fame. What do you think, lads? Will he be at the Hall of Fame, or will they just have Rick there? What I want to happen is I want Rick... And I want them to dress up Bron Breaker like Scott Steiner. And just, <laughs> just pretend that he's Scott Steiner. And no one will question it because they are basically the same. Are they not the same person? Uh, as, assuredly not, Andy. Fuck me. I thought I'm they were not the same totally person. convinced that that's the case. You think Scott Steiner just got into a fucking, like, he fell into a well and just came out as a younger version of himself? Yeah, like that, uh, Razal Gould. Oh, we can't call him Rex Steiner, we must call him Bron Breaker, people will catch on otherwise. Like he fell into the Lazarus pit or whatever from Batman and he just got a little younger and dyed his hair. <laughs> and shaved his beard. Yeah, and now he's just like, I'll, I'll just start over again. And all his tattoos are gone. Nobody will know. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and his pecs I, I, are magically closer in on his chest now. Yeah. They're not I just hope, up on his arms. I hope that he is there because I want him to well, thing is, just he's been banned. talk. He's been banned from previous events because he threatened to murder Triple H. Oh. oh, that's right. I forgot all about that. So I don't know whether he's going to fucking be there or not. It's that's why this is so they're weird. inducting him in that case. Yeah, like, why are you inducting the Steiners? And then why are you only going to have Rick there? Like, are you just going to have to explain why Scott isn't there? Or are you I mean, just going to, like, ignore it and be awkward? Yeah, they're going to ignore it and be awkward, because that's what WWE fucking does yeah. with these kinds of things. Because Scott, I mean, Scott will have to have a 20, like, he have to have a 20-minute fucking promo. <laughs> We're like, Smell Joe! He doesn't work there Sacrifice. anymore. I would love it if he gets up there to do the speech and he just starts rambling and they try to cut his you mic. You know, they say all Hall of Famers are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Rick Steiner and you say that statement is not true. So normally when you go in the Hall of Fame, you have a 50 chance of getting that ring. Yeah, I'd love it if they like, the fuck try to is cut that? his Why mic, are you singing during my fucking promo? And he just starts screaming louder, just trying to <laughs> ramble on about how everyone in WWE sucks. And he's like, and another thing, Triple H can suck my fucking dick. I don't give a shit if you shut the mic. I'm going to keep talking. No, get the fuck away from me. Triple H, you're a bad bitch. <laughs> Next up, we have The Undertaker. <laughs> oh, Undertaker I can't tries to it. come out and Steiner's still out there screaming into the void. And everything. <laughs> Stop. 
Stop singing, please. <laughs> begging you. You're making my ears bleed, please. Speaking of things that don't make your ears bleed, the Steiner brothers first joined forces in 1989 and grew to become the face uh, of the tag team excellence of the fucking... Oh, come, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Just fucking look at the words, process them in your fucking brain, and say them out loud no, in the order that they're written on the document. The thing without looking at it. Rick and Scott are together. NWA lit up Atlantic Mid and WCW used impressive amateur professional. And they've done tag team wrestling goodly in the place when they first started at a time Dude, that good was tag team thing. by God. What? I got confused. So, they battled uh, the they... head shrinkers on the grandest, Ariana Grande grandest stage. <laughs> Of them all at WrestleMania IX. Can I'll get a venti Steiner latte. Can you imagine Scott Steiner like singing Ariana Grande? I can. No. <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great image. I love that. <laughs> I just yeah. imagine him with the ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. I got it. <laughs> I, got it. I like it. Run it, I got it! Bad ashes! Ha! It's even funnier to imagine Ariana Grande with like the chainmail headdress and the sunglasses. Just Ariana Steiner. Yeah. Don't stop. Oh, that's, that's a new Brawl character, Ariana Steiner. <laughs> In the Sta- women's division. No, Stariano, yeah. Stariano, Stariano. Stariana. Stariana. Ari Styrofoam. Sty in her eye. So, um, so, by the stay in so, your eye. so Rick and Scott Steiner um, were in NWA Mid-Atlantic, NWA slash WCW. They won the WCW Tag Team Titles seven times, the United States Tag Team Titles once. They were in the WWE in the early 90s, and they appeared on the first episode of Monday Night Raw, uh, battling the Head Shrinkers uh, at WrestleMania 9 and winning the WWE Tag Team Championship twice. They were in ECW in 1995, and then the Steiners returned to WCW in 1996, and they battled people such as Harlem Heat, The Outsiders, and others. Yeah, they've got the uh, they've got the accomplishments. They've got the uh, they've got the stats. They've got more than fucking Charmel. So. But <laughs> 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 well, this, this is a fucking wild class, right? You got the Undertaker, Vader. Um, the Steiner brothers and Charmel. Wait, Vader's just getting inducted now? Yeah, I thought he was in like several years ago when he died, because that's what they like to do is they wait until people die and then the following year induct them. But it wasn't Vader time yet. I thought he was inducted now, back now when he was time. alive. Nah. That's He's, no, fucking thing is, weird. They like to fucking do this thing where they brand people as either a WWE legend or a WWE Hall of Famer. And there's no distinction between the fucking two because, as we've said, it's all made up. Especially because it's all fucking think, made up. Especially because you'd think if you're a Hall of Famer by default, you're a legend. No, you're a legend, but you're not a Hall of Famer trademark. Exactly. <laughs> you don't have the trademark in me singing the stupid song. Exactly. Don't fucking start singing it again, please. Bum. Bum. <laughs> Bum. Blah. Just like a gentle barf. Blah. Blah. Uh, so, okay. Uh, Rick and Scott 
congratulations, I guess. I always wondered why Rick never got his, like, big solo career like Scott did. Have you seen his face? He wasn't as charismatic, and then he also got into real estate. (laughs) Well, that makes more sense. I mean, (laughs) if if Rick Steiner tried to sell me a house... Could you imagine if the roles reversed, Rick went on a great singles career, and then Scott's in real estate? Everybody knows, wants to know how big the kitchen is. So you got a nice island in the kitchen, and the tile's made of granite. Don't ask me why it's granite in the tile, but it's made of granite, and nobody really likes it, but I swear to God, if you don't buy this fucking house, Rick Flair's a bastard. <laughs> so normally when you go to the bathroom, you got, you got a 50-50 chance of avocado on the tiles. <laughs> I'm genetic bathroom, and I'm not normal in the bathroom. There's no pets allowed. <laughs> oh, I'd I'd buy a house from Scott Steiner. <laughs> I, I, I'd, I'd I'd buy a I'd buy a house from Scott Steiner. I'd buy a bag of butter, butter, butter. How many H's were in that sentence? At least three. A uh, triple H, if you will. Oh. During a sit-down interview with ESPN, Stephen A. Smith released on Friday, which was last week by the time this comes out, uh, Paul Levesque went into further details about his uh, the cardiac arrest that he suffered oh, last fucking September. Jesus fucking Christ. Triple H had a heart attack. I can read! As we all know. And uh, everyone thought he was going to die. Turns yes, out he nearly right. did. Um, and then he got ousted from power, and NXT is different now, and all of his friends have been fired. So there's a lot of ground to cover in this interview, I'm guessing. Yes, uh, so Triple H uh, talks about the cardiac event that he suffered. Um, when they got inside, I basically uh, genetically had a 99% blockage in my left uh, anterior, the uh, descending artery. Which is what they call the Widowmaker. Uh, my heart had decided to create a secondary pathway, but that was clogged as well. So I was basically moments away. If I'd have thrown a clot or any type of kind of thickening, I was gone. He also disclosed that his family had a history of heart-related problems. He said that his dad had a triple bypass at 62. Uh, his granddad passed away at 70 of heart disease. And he didn't know, and he just found out um, a couple weeks prior to the interview that his great-granddad died at 52 of sudden death. So it was a genetic issue, he said. Uh, Levesque has made a few public statements in the months following his cardiac event. Uh, He was asked why he decided to stay quiet during all this time. Uh, The not saying anything was not knowing. Then you're in the thick of it, and it's like this whirlwind of stuff coming in that you're confused about. You don't want to speak about something and be wrong, and it's, uh, you have to go back later and correct yourself. Oh, I wonder what that's like, being wrong about reporting something and then having to go back on yourself. See, the We key here at the Supla the, the, always report accurate news on time. The key is to just power through and ignore it. <laughs> Just well, accept that you're wrong. <laughs> I don't think that's what he said. I think I, I think he meant, like... Um, if, like, let's say he that, was that, on the main... That sounds like, to me, like, that sounds like him saying, they fired all of my friends and I don't know why. That's what that sounds I, like. Th- to me, that sounds like I had a really bad heart problem. I was going to die and I didn't know if I was going to come out of it on the other side completely, like, not completely fine, but... Well, yeah, that part was obviously pretty bad, especially considering what happened to Scott Hall recently. So, you know, that's probably... 
probably put things into perspective a little bit, but I, I think this is incredibly sad. Yes. What and a horrible he also, way to end up retiring. Yeah, he said in this interview, um, I'm done. I'm not wrestling anymore. Because he says he's got a, um, what's he got in his chest? Did, a heart. He, not a heart, you fucking idiot. Well, yes, um, he does, Andy. That's the problem. No, uh, he's got a... What, a pacemaker? Pacemaker, that's it. He's got a pacemaker. Um, and he said, I don't want to be zapped on international television on pay-per-view, which is like, okay, fair enough. So, yeah. Um, pretty sad way to go out, as you say. Um, I mean, his last... like it's, it's weird that technically his last match, like, bell to bell, was at fucking Saudi Arabia against Randy Orton. Yeah. But then if you want to talk about his last segment on TV, uh, it was him versus Randy Orton in a match. This was, uh, I think, around the time Randy Orton was feuding with The Fiend and Alexa Bliss at the time. So for some reason, Triple H and Randy Orton were having a match in the Thunderdome. Triple H goes and gets a sledgehammer. The lights start to go out. The sledgehammer catches fire. And then Triple H disappears. And that's the last time we've ever fucking seen him on television. Potentially, that's the last time we'll ever see him. I know you said the lights went out, but I just imagine that, like, he's just standing in the ring with the sledgehammer poised over uh, over Randy Orton, and then the, t- the, like, hammer part catches fire, and he's looking at it like, what the fuck? And then he just blinks out of existence. They, no, that is literally what fucking happened. It's just like, ah! Like the TikTok audio, yes. Yeah. <laughs> But no, literally, like, the lights were going out, like, the head of the sledgehammer catches fire, then that just disappears, and then Triple H is fucking gone. Like, he's just, no one ever saw him again. I love how WWE has no idea how to handle the supernatural characters that it introduces. (laughs) Like, oh, this guy's spooky and mystical, what's he gonna do? I don't know, fire? Maybe people will vanish. What is magic? I don't know. Maybe uh, he teleports, although not all the time, only sometimes, and then never when it's relevant when to the, the actual story. And nobody can see him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the Undertaker. No, I... he's like when you're a five-year-old trying to do magic tricks for your parents, and you're like, all right, close your eyes, don't look. All right, wait, it's hold like on. The fucking, <laughs> it's like the pet owners who like hold up a blanket and then disappear behind the blanket, yeah. and then they just run out the door frame. <laughs> Like, yeah, God. but the dogs are stupid, so... Apparently we're the dogs, Andy. Apparently we're stupid. That's what they're saying to us, but... Like, the best supernatural character they have ever done is a guy who stands there and makes his eyes roll back. I mean, he did a bit more than that. He but also like, had lightning powers. Okay, yes, they did the lightning effect, but, like, again, it was like the and lights also, go like, out, and then when they come back, he's there. Well. It's like, that's not impressive. <laughs> No, it is, because he's not there. It takes a long time for him to walk. He does it every time when he actually comes out. <laughs> so for him to just appear there in, like, five seconds, like he ran to the ring, that's I impressive. I would have loved just one time the lights come back on and Undertaker's got, like, his hands on his knees, like... Fuck. <sighs> <sighs> it's like he puffs up a fucking smoke ball and you see him running away in the smoke. <laughs> uh, but no, like, to be serious... The game here, has retired. Triple H, one of the most, like, prominent parts of my adolescence watching wrestling. When I came in in 2008, he was, like, at the top. So, for him to be gone now, I am sad. That is fair. I am sad. 
I and I know he gets a lot of fucking flack. I know he gets a lot of fucking shit for being like the reign of terror uh, and talking uh, like this. Uh, uh, the fact I of the matter the is, uh, but fuck off. <laughs> He's like one of the coolest characters ever, and I don't care. Shut up. Listen, I have I I have something to admit. I uh, think I think anyone who went to my thirtieth virtual birthday, which is one person here, um, as a child, I was obsessed with Triple H. That was that's that's mm. a fact. We all so... we all spit water out of our mouths in the shower. Huh? I did it. <laughs> you did it. We all. Cody, I all you... did that. Cody, you've done that. Yeah, I mean, sure. you, 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 you're, you're only going to WWE now that he's gone. I mean, that's probably the only reason why he's like, oh god, I smashed up a throne and he's gone. Ha <laughs> ha! I'm gonna come back. That was it. That was the exact train of thought. There yeah. you go. Did um, anyone understand that at home? We might need subtitles. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm sad about this because Triple H, my favorite wrestler of all time, is never having a match ever again. And his last bell-to-bell match was at a show that doesn't exist in my mind. Because why would I want that to exist? And also, he uh, he just he's gone. He's just dis- he's disappeared, and no one fucking cares. No one thought to file a fucking police report. Like, hey, where's Hunter? Uh, oh, we haven't seen him since the lights went out. Uh, what? I'm. I mean, I'm not bothered about that bit. I'm just glad the guy's not dead. Yeah, I was uh, just gonna say there are worse things that could have happened. One, he could have not realized it, and then we could have seen something really fucking horrific on television. Or well, no, obviously I don't want that, but like I'd like to have like a, a retirement match. You know, that's not that's or, not hard to ask for. Well, here's here's the bit that I think people should take away from this, right? Every match you've ever seen with Triple H in, going for me, going all the way back to like 2000, when like the McMahon Helmsley regime was a thing, and Undertaker and and Triple H at WrestleMania 17. Uh, when like he and Rikishi did it for the rock and ran over Austin and shit. That whole time he had a heart problem and he could have died at any point. So Very uh, true. I don't know that that's That's pretty fucking crazy and probably appreciative of the guy and what he ended up doing. And clearly he may or may not be on steroids. But the point is is that his entire body of work may have not even existed if he literally um i don't know suffered this even younger as fucking terror fucking rising and this may have never have happened so there is that way of looking at it i you am thankful go, oh, for the, the career of papa h and the way he pointed at people you know it's like jotaro no, no, i know not like jotaro. <laughs> i know it's kind of ironic that now that this has happened everyone's sort of looking back and being like oh the gamer is really good and yeah no like, like i said 20... he got a lot of shit when he was around but who hasn't no one's yeah, had a perfect go... fucking career yeah, i was go that was gonna be and... my other point was that like look at someone like chris jericho who stole wrestling and it's like everyone's kind of rolling their eyes at him at this point well, he's also a fucking MAGA fucking Trump supporter, so I'm rolling my eyes at that more than I am whatever he's doing on AEW right now. But even then, like, he shows up in the fucking clown face paint or whatever the fuck it is he's doing now, and it's just like, bubbly. Not, it's like, nobody no. cares. That's a bit old at this point. Whatever so it is he's doing. He's still, that's my point, though. Like, everyone's like, oh, whatever. But what he's doing Jericho. now is that he has the Jericho Appreciation Society in AEW, and he calls himself a sport entertainer. He's healing it up. You should know, you're there. You were there backstage when this happened. Yeah, yeah but I don't pay attention to him. 
Uh, I also I also called Cody Carmen. I'm very sorry. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know I don't know why you're you having like saying. a fucking identity crisis at the moment, Andy. It's very disrespectful. The amount of the amount of fucking legwork and the hustle I had to do, and the amount of things I had to do backstage to get Cody here. You don't yeah. want to know what I've seen. The the appointments I had to cancel to make time to be here. Exactly. He he had he had to do he had to walk the dog, but now he's here. Yeah. So. My yeah, dog's sitting in the corner, just waiting to shit, and I'm ignoring it so that I can do this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do you want to talk about Seth Rollins saying AEW, referencing WWE on television, reeks of desperation? Sure, I'll talk about it. So Seth Rollins thinks that AEW's references to WWE on my television programming is tacky and reeks of desperation. Rollins appeared on the Sports Media Podcast and compared his reference to John Moxley on WWE programming to AEW referencing WWE on theirs. Was that sentence confusing for anybody <laughs> little, else? No? A little okay. bit. He's, he's, he's comparing uh, the idea of uh, the occasional <laughs> jabs that WWE has against AEW versus the references that AEW makes to WWE. Right. Rollins mentioned Moxley on the January 21st, 2022 episode of SmackDown during a promo segment with Roman Reigns. Everyone knows he's a part of our history, Rollins said regarding the segment. You can't do Seth and Roman without Dean or Mox, whatever you want to call him. You can't do it. To ignore that part of our history and to just try and put him aside and focus on Roman and Seth, the focus was Roman and Seth. That was the story, but he's a part of that. God, Seth has got to speak more clearly. Um, Or maybe the fucking whoever wrote this should maybe paraphrase it into a way that we can fucking understand it. God. So to just ignore that and completely pretend he didn't exist is just silly. I, re- I referred to him by the name that he prefers to go by, and so that's where we're at with that. Uh, I heard nothing in response well, to it backstage. I mean, though. like, this is clearly fucking in kayfabe, right? So, you, yeah, yeah, I don't care. Like, if you're going to dead name him, fucking do it. But WWE has always been fucking weird about this. Remember all the time when CM Punk left and they were fucking weird about anything to do with CM Punk? And yeah, like the Royal Rumble fucking like... numbers, like, two men have entered at number one, and one of them was Shawn Michaels. Who's the other one? <laughs> oh, it's not important, because he killed his family. Oh, I see. Right. Fucking my, God. My my issue is, as well, is... Well, I mean, oh, Liam it's... is very opinionated about all of this, as we've seen in the, in the group chat. I don't know, you're not part of the group chat, Cody, I'm sorry, we're going to have to paraphrase this for you, but... uh no. Yeah, he he he's pretty tired of uh, the constant references to WWE on AEW television. What are you supposed to do? They've been around for just three years. WWE's been around for fucking nearly fifty. What's what? Like, what are you supposed to do? It's kind of like the so other for anybody, room, you know. For anybody listening that might not know, what are some of these references they're doing? Well, it's mostly like uh, when you know the WWE talent that were fired go to AEW because they have nowhere else to fucking go. <laughs> they come on and they're like, my my old employer sucks. Like, Keith Lee said something to that effect. Uh, William Regal made That's... a jab about it. Like, Well, they do suck. Yes! Don't do sucky <laughs> things if you don't want the... to be fucking called out on it. Like, don't do shithead no, things no. if you don't want to be called a shithead. No, here's the thing. AEW... Uh, and this is what I always told them, but they never listen to me. I they 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 should be trying to establish themselves on their own merits instead of trying to be like, "Hey, big company, you stink, suck my farts." Like it's not interesting to have people go and bitch about their they, old job. Whoa. Impact did that. You want no 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 no. It. There's a difference between what AEW stars do and what Impact stars do. 
because the people that go to AEW were fucking... They were fired, and the company cited budget cuts when they've literally made over a billion dollars this financial quarter. So I mean, sure. Like, they're they're going to be pissed, and they're going to want to air grievances. Like, that's ah, just part I of human don't. nature. That's and... part of your job as scriptwriters and directors and showrunners to just don't. Well, that's yeah, the thing with AEW, is that maybe they don't have as many concrete scripts as WWE, because they like to have the talent go out and basically but, riff on it a little but, bit, because it's more but, natural. But you're talking about it as if that's all they do. They don't just... I mean, it's maybe... I know, Cody, no disrespect, we're talking off the cuff here, but it's all fucking Cody done, or did, yeah, when like... he was in the fucking company. Yeah. It's all you did, <laughs> Cody. And now, you're, and now you're allegedly going to WWE. But, like, yeah. the, the issue that I have is it's not... AEW don't do it all the fucking time. I feel like Impact did it all the time. They're just like, fair, fuck off, Vince. Like, this is like, they, they do it on occasion. Remember the fucking and... Voodoo Kin Mafia? Well, that's and what the I mean. fake Vince that, was... that they had on TV, like TNA were infinitely worse with that. Yeah, kind of like thing. they they yeah they had a fake Vince and a fake Triple H appear, like like no, it, it's it, it's not the same. Um... Seth goes on to say that the other side of that coin is the way that it can be used by those guys. They can do whatever they want. I just find it very tacky and very lowbrow personally. Says I think it looks and reeks of desperation. And I just don't think it's anything on our television show that we need to go there and talk down about those guys. Well, two things. During one of the Hall of Fames, uh, Billy Gunn was like, you can't fire me, and then they all made AEW references. And yeah, that's the piss second and company. Is, this is the same company that had WCW vignettes of, like, Scheme Gene and the Nacho Man and all this shit. And I'm like, oh, it takes fucking, like, one to no one. Like, fucking... I mean, this interview is very, very clearly fucking bait for Cody, for you, Cody, because throughout the entirety of AEW's run, all Cody would fucking do was make WWE references. And And so... He became Triple H anyway. And now he's going back anyway, so it's like, what the fuck was the point in all of that slander that you did? Look at me. I'm the game now. (laughs) <laughs> apparently you are <laughs> and uh, you're going to fight Seth Rollins this weekend, I hope you've been training for that uh, no cool, I can't wait to see the match <laughs> I bet he comes out to like whoa, you're only smoky mirrors well that's another thing, is that maybe um, it will be downstate because doesn't like Cody own that song technically, it's like R-Truth with his music or Moose with his music oh, really? I'm pretty sure that's the case I mean, I if know. it's not the case, then <laughs> then uh, maybe you know? should uh, maybe you should get better financial advisors, <laughs> Cody. Yeah, <laughs> nobody told me that. Get a, get a better lawyer. Yeah, well, you know I'm what? Talk to my guy. There's been uh, there's been a bit of news that's made me think maybe instead when Seth comes out, it might it might be a little greener than uh, what we're what we're used to seeing, Here because apparently. The prodigal son has returned, and Shane McMahon will be returning to WWE for WrestleMania weekend. How many times are we going to do this with Shane where... (laughs) He's coming, he's he's going, he's coming, he's going. He's done now, he's gone away to the magical place where Shane's go, and then (laughs) three weeks weeks later, (laughs) three weeks later, it's like, he's back, money boy! It's like, what? 
Well, apparently, PW Insider reports for WWE is bringing McMahon in for the entire WrestleMania weekend, his first time back with a company since ruining the Royal Rumble event this year. The report does That's not state... That's not that long ago. <laughs> that was... How long ago was that? Oh yeah, two months. Um, yeah, a couple of months. The report does not state whether or not there are creative plans for McMahon, or even if he will appear on either night of WrestleMania, just that he will be in town. Well, fucking, it's Texas. It's a giant town. What do you want? Everyone's there. Well, <laughs> I don't think they meant the state of Texas as in town. <laughs> the town of Texas. McMahon it's was originally penciled in for a WrestleMania bout against Seth Rollins and a spot in the Elimination Chamber match in Saudi Arabia, but was sent away after unprofessional conduct at the Royal Rumble, including talking down to producer Jamie Noble, according to our reporting. That's a weird citation. According to ourselves. Well, um, in the February 7th Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Dave, things are happening, Meltzer wrote, Oh, for Christ's sake. Every single story you've already heard multiplied many times over, was said by one person close to the situation. He was Who? unprofessional, the likes of which left VKM, as Vincent Kennedy McMahon, no options but to fire him. Oh, I thought that was Vasheen Kunmeli. I mean, that's a common mistake. Vasheen Kunmeli is very famous and, uh, Definitely yeah. a person we all know. Um, McMahon was the producer for the Men's Royal Rumble match and was also an entrant in the bout. He entered 28th and was the penultimate elimination in the Rumble. Meltzer also idea. wrote, Others noted that he wanted to build the ending of the match around himself and be a featured player in the match, and was visibly very unhappy when his match ideas were shot down by his dad, and was not professional with Jamie Noble and talked down to other people. And he also reportedly I mean, had issues with Brock Lesnar and Vince McMahon regarding the layout of the Rumble match. Yeah, that whole thing was a fucking shit show, two months removed, and I'm still pissed that I stayed up until fucking 5am to not only see the fucking Rumble winners that I knew were going to win, win, despite being surprise entrance. Not only that, <laughs> Liam Dunn gets the jackpot duel because he predicted it right. Fuck me, that was a terrible night for me. Personally I'm so, I'm and so professionally. I'm so glad I watched it the next day. <sighs> yeah, I mean, fuck off, Shane. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care anymore. Any fucking buzz or goodwill that he had with the audience, I think is now entirely fucking gone. I mean, it was one of those things where, like, when he first came back, everyone was like, wow, remember all the cool matches he used to have? Remember Shane McMahon? Remember when he jumped off of things? It's it's gotta be better than Stephanie, right? And then no. he came back, and it was all Shane all the time, twenty four seven Shaney heaven, and it just fucking got so exhausting. I don't understand. It's, it's Shane. Everyone loves Shane. He jumps off things. Everyone we loves love Shane. Shane. We love Raw Underground. We love the horrible feud with Braun Strowman about bullying. He literally was the Poochie of WWE, <laughs> and everyone hated it. And then he finally went back to his home planet, and now he's coming back again. But why? Yeah, but it's just I think I, I feel like for what to fight I Seth? I I guess that's what's going to happen. It's just is it going to be a triple threat with fucking Cody, Seth, and Shane? No, Cody. That Cody. would be awesome, actually. No, you, yeah, because you'd have to fight two people. Could you imagine? No, no, no. But like, imagine the deflating sound of the arena as Seth comes out and Shane comes out to challenge him, uh, and then the fucking pop back up if Cody comes out, if me comes out, I. Yeah, 
I know you like to talk about yourself in the third person sometimes. It's okay. We yeah. all do that. I just um, wanted to clarify it for everyone else. I meant me. Right, yeah. <laughs> Not a different Cody. Not the other Cody. Just you. You are Cody. Yeah. You're Cody Rhodes. Um. <laughs> In my soul. <laughs> something, I... something, it's Rhodes. Uh, yeah, so fuck off Shane. That's my <laughs> that's my summary of this. Yeah, I don't ever want to see Shane McMahon again. I'm sorry. Ever like, again. I was, again, another person as a child, I thought Shane was awesome because he used to jump off things. When he came back, I was like, this is cool. He jumps off things. Now I'm like, I wish you would stop jumping off things and go away. So we're talking about the end of Triple H, like, where he, like, he lit the sledgehammer on fire and then disappeared. Like, imagine if Shane, like, just jumped off of something, but before he hits the ground, the lights go out, and when they come back on, he's gone. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> that would be fucking brilliant. That would be the best ending to any character ever. Oh, God. I would love that. Yeah, the canonical end of Shane McMahon. <laughs> Is he jumped off of something maybe a bit too high and he phased into another dimension because he hit fucking land speed records? Like a Doctor Strange portal just opens up underneath him and he just goes through and never <laughs> see him again. And then the next time you see him, he like falls through the stadium of the AEW arena. <laughs> that'd be fucking great. Uh, yeah, that'd be a lot better, actually. I want Shane to fuck off. I don't want him to fight Seth. I want Seth versus you, Cody Rhodes. That's what I want. I don't care who That's wins, really. Wants. Like, I, I'd be great if you won, sir. But then it would also be fucking hilarious if Cody does all of this shit talking about the company when he comes back and immediately fucking loses. That'd be so funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it would be. No. Yeah, no, it would be, I admit. Uh, here's, here's a little secret <laughs> that I've never told anybody. All that AEW shit that I was doing for those years, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was all just, it was all just a big ploy to get hired back. <gasps> no, what? it was all, it was all a big scam, and you all fell for it. What? And I'm sorry, I gotta break it to you this way, but no. AEW is actually a big lie. No, man, it's not. No, it's not a lie. Yeah, I mean they're gonna keep it going now to save face, but as far as the original intent, it was all just for this. What? No. No. I was honestly surprised we kept it going as long as we did. Well, you know what? Fuck you. All right? You want, you want to come on our show? You want to disrespect us this way? You want to make a mockery out of us? You want to take us for fucking granted, and Cody? Here's, and here's the best part. Here's the best part. Uh-oh. When I come back, mm -hmm. it's going to be Stardust. <laughs> Get him off the show. Take him away. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye, <laughs> Cody. Wait, wait, no, no. Ah! He's gone. And then there we go. All right. So All that's right, the well, last that's... time we ever bring on a guest. Yeah, that's the last time we have Cody Rhodes on this show. The adrenaline in my soul. Oh, Fuck off now, Cody Rhodes. Well, I'm just a real Cody Rhodes listen to this. He's like, I went on your damn show. I'm going to fucking... What do you mean? He was literally right fucking he, well, here, that, that Andy. Was, that, was, that was not Cody. I'm fairly certain that was... Wait, do you mean to tell me... But I went through all of the trouble of trying to get Cody Rhodes on this show. We talked with him for nearly a fucking hour. And you yep. want to tell me that wasn't even fucking Cody Rhodes? No, that wasn't even Cody Rhodes. That was, Who the fuck I, was that? I, I, I don't know, you know. That's uh, not, not important anyway. Yeah, How about we end the show? Well, yeah. So uh, thank you for listening or watching the Supla. Uh, if you want to find our merchandise, you can go to redbubble.com slash people slash the Supla. You'll find us on there. We have a gaming channel. If you type in Supla Gaming, you'll find us. Uh, we also have a new series. It's called Quan is War. And uh, I'm doing the GM mode in WWE 2K2022. 
see what magical things happen. Spoilers, it goes to shit. Where but can we fucking watch that when it happens live, Andy? You can watch that live on Twitch. If you put in the Supla, you'll find us. Twitch.tv forward slash the Supla. That's the one. Yes, you can do that. Uh, we also have uh, Spotify, which you can, if you're probably listening to it on here. Fantastic. Thank you. We also have a YouTube channel. If you're listening on Spotify, put in the Supla, you'll find us on there. What else is there, Sam, that I keep... We have a Facebook page and we have a Twitter. Follow us. Let us know your thoughts and feelings on our third man this week, Cody Rhodes. Uh, Or maybe not, it wasn't even Cody, who knows. Um, And then you can also find us on Supla.com, where you can find MP3 downloads of this show and potential news articles coming your way soon when we can be bothered to write them. And also... I think that was Carmine. You're telling me this now? Yeah, well, I, I tried Why to Why didn't you say you anything earlier? I, I tried to, and you're like, no, it's fucking Cody. I'm like, well, it's clearly Carmine. How oh, do you not know a, who Carmine is? You're a disappointment, Andy. I'm a disappointment. You don't even know who Carmine is. He's on the TikTok. He's a big TikTok talker. <laughs> big talking TikToker. He's a big, big fucking talk. He's, the, he's, he's on a big TikTok, talk. and you're a dick cock. All right, there he's, we he's go. Big, big talk. Big. Shut up. <laughs> so we'll see Shut the fuck time. up. <laughs> we'll see you next time on the Super Keep Bar. his name out of your fucking keep, mouth. <laughs> keep, keep Carmine's name out your goddamn fucking mouth.